Welcome to the Sports Bros Podcast, featuring the almighty B-Live, the money man, Scotty D, and your host, the head of creative, Eddie Cool. The Sports Bros Podcast, by the fan, for the fan, talking sports just the way you like it. And without any further ado, let's give it up for the Sports Bros. We are back. We took a break. Celebrate the Fourth of July. Uh, quick question. Uh, we all got ten, all ten fingers, right? I got ten fingers. B Live got all ten. Scotty D, he got all ten of his um phalanges, and my background is going away. But nevertheless, welcome to another episode of the Sports Bros Podcast, where we continue to roll. Yep, we survived. Surviving, living, breathing. It's been hot in some parts of the country. Weather been nuts in some parts of the country. People have been crazy all over the country, but enough of my incoherent rumbling. You know, I have two of the best co-hosts in the world because I cannot do this by myself. It's not as fun. Introducing first, the <laughs> almighty B-Live. What's happening? What's going on in the world today? It's been two weeks. There still ain't nothing to talk about because it's the dog days of summer. <laughs> there ain't really much going on, but we do have the um, MLB All-Star Game, the halfway point of the baseball season. And I'm very thankful to see that all of all three of us have all 10 of our fingers, all 10 of our toes. Because if Scotty D keeps making bad bets on the um, home run derby, <laughs> he, might, he might end up losing a finger. Because he lost twelve dollars, twelve whole dollars, because he picked the wrong guy. I picked the right guy to win. I lost one hundred thirty-two dollars. You picked the only person you heard of that out of the eight. The other what seven, I never you, heard of these. I'll go black. What do you so, mean? So that's, you that's talking about? I've, ne- I've never heard. I've never heard of Mookie Betts. You talking that? That is. Are, this, are you this, done? Are you done? Can no, I, can I'm I not. Sing no, now? I'm not done. I'm sing? not done yet. Because see, you already. If you just let me say my little piece. And then out of then we introduced the other guy, and then you could have said your piece. If we, if we went with the flow of things, then I wouldn't be done. But now, since we here now, I was playing. <laughs> Eddie, cool. I feel like he just went over his allotted time, did he not? <laughs> a he lot of time. Lot of introductory a, time. a lot of time. And I, that's the first time I've ever oh, heard of that. Oh, <laughs> put me in, coach. Oh, I'm ready to play. Good, Eddie. And singing his sweet little heart out, he is the pride of Washington, Pennsylvania. When he's not slanging mashed potatoes on trays, he's wiggly wiggly watching walls at the Trinity <laughs> High School <laughs> in Washington, Pennsylvania. He is the one and the only, the money man, Washington Walls, Scotty D. Come tumbling down the walls. Come tumbling, tumbling. <laughs> Yeah, I am doing a little of that. Yes, these are the dog days of summer. Oh, yeah, I'm 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 at the high school. I'm washing windows and walls for the summer. Um, it is hell week for sports fan because there is no real sports on. Mm-mm. This sucks. Even next, we have to wait a whole week till next weekend before the British Open begins. So that leaves us with. All-star game. I, I got to tell you, the, all, the home run derby was pretty cool on Monday night. I have some things to say about that. Um, and the, the all-star game, as we record, will be tonight. If you're listening, it happened already. Um, not as much interest in that. But, Eddie, cool. let's, let's go ahead and kick this thing off. Let's uh, throw one down the middle for us here, and let's let's smack this thing around here. Right here, down the middle. Not outside, just, oh, boy. <laughs> in the middle. Ain't that hot go to the middle? Anyways, uh, enough of me trying to be um, uh, Mike Piazza and Pudge Rodriguez and calling the balls and all that. Let's go ahead and hop right into it. The top of the order. All right, let's get this thing started. Here it is, the top of the order. Baseball, it's that time of the year. It ain't the spring classic. I don't know where the hell that came from. Fall classic. Anyways, the <laughs> summer classic, the home run derby happened last night in beautiful Seattle, Washington, where I damn near got attacked by a bird back in 2019. Um, the hell with that bird. That's either here nor there. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. 
won the home run derby like father like son i'm gonna be completely transparent with you um audience fam i ain't watching none of it so with that being said we're gonna have scotty d and be live tell us about all the happenings that was of last night's home run derby scotty d you say you had a lot to say about it man we're gonna lead off with you see what i did there? Lead off. <laughs> yeah leading off really first of all uh i don't know why mlb has resorted to a bracket because what's this the, the man's name from baltimore toshman hit um, 20... Ad, adley rushman adley rushman rushman yeah yep. rushman hit 27 home runs i believe in his opening round and I had the misfortune of not advancing. He was, was he going against Julio Rodriguez? Is that was that his or no? Um, uh, um, Lu, um Luis Robert. Luis Robert from the White Sox. That was his. Yeah. That was his draw, and he got eliminated. And meanwhile, Rosarena, who was the very first of the evening, I think he hit twenty five and he advanced. I, I I don't see how going head to head in this is relevant. It's it. I think the top four should advance. That's just that's just me. I don't know why they got away from that. I, I think they tried to spice up by putting brackets and going head-to-head. I get it. But I, I think it kind of takes away from the more deserving. Uh, I also am not a fan of the extra time for hitting a ball 440 feet. Because the idea is they hit the most. Why do you get extra time for hitting a little bit further? You kind of take Mookie Betts right out of it. I mean, he won the he won the fly ball derby last night, the the <laughs> the sacrifice fly derby. I just don't think the distance is as important as the amount of home runs you hit. That's just me. I, I know B Live, you already disagree. You you're you're dying over there to to, to spit out. But I know you picked you picked the winner. You you picked the one guy you heard of. I had it, Randy Rosarena, because I know he comes up in big moments. I thought Vlad would tire out, which he kind of did, but he just had enough muscle to just to kind of will himself to hit a few extra home runs. And he got the extra time. The, that had a Rosarina, I think, had the additional 30 seconds. I believe he would have won. But it didn't go that way. Uh, but it was entertaining. I thought it was really uh, it was good. And Julio Rodriguez, what a shame that he didn't actually win because his round was electric and the house was alive when he was in that batter's box just cranking by. He was in such a routine. Did you see his, did you see his pitcher, how he was throwing? He was like throwing darts. He's just it like was, lobbing him into the same spot. They were in such sync, such a rhythm precision. in that first round yep. that he could he couldn't get back into that routine in the second round. B. Oh yeah, and and I will say this: it's been very rare moments. Um, at this moment in time, I'm gonna time stamp it It's 6:38 p.m. Eastern time on July 11th, 2023, where I'm going to say this: where me and Scotty D agree on something. I am 100% behind you when it comes to the bracket. Adley Rushman, the performance that he put on, I we've never seen it before. Let's start there. He did the um, first three minutes of um, the first round batting left-handed, and then he <laughs> took his extra time, switch hit, and hit right-handed and knocked seven more out only to come one home run short. It was a beautiful thing to see. And he ended up being, he actually hit more home runs in the first round than the two people that ended up in the finals. Vlad only hit 26 and a Rosa Reina only hit 24. Rushman hit 27, but was one short to Louis Robert Jr. that hit 28. We wanted more Adley. We wanted more. I, I think I can say that is unanimous. We wanted more Adley Rushman after that performance. It, it is what it is. Get away from the bracket. There was only one good thing that came out of the bracket. I will say this. The hometown kid, Julio Rodriguez, going against Pete, throw it again, Alonzo, and the amount of booze that Pete Alonzo was getting <laughs> was absolutely phenomenal. I'm a Braves fan. Don't like Pete Alonzo. Never liked him. And it was just a beautiful thing to hear the hometown people boo him. But then again, that's what you get out of the bracket. You wouldn't have got that if it would just been everybody just went there on um, like a, what would have been called just hit in the top four, go to the next round. That's the only what, good thing. But, but what, I would, what was what was Alonzo thinking, though, B, by having that guy be his pitcher? Did you see his pitcher? The guy, who, the guy who pitched for him when he won it, I think they said had elbow surgery. He wasn't available. So he had a guy that was – 
older than my dad and probably ah. in the same kind of <laughs> physical shape as as you. He was just a, I knew you, a round I knew old gonna, fella. I knew he was so going to say that. You know he knew, was going to gas. You know this guy was going to gas out. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But he you saw it. <laughs> He's throwing the ball it, 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 away. He's up there trying to strike out Pete Alonso. Right, throwing curveballs <laughs> and change yeah. up. Low and outside. <laughs> he was like, what is going on here? Yeah, that was that was not good. It was not, so, but man, it was it was highly entertaining. I definitely want to give a shout out to we I've gained a few more followers on our Twitter um account. Um people that are following um um our highlights from the home run derby, the segment called Lifted, man. Hey. It was fun. It was it was highly entertaining. Um, I know I pick and I I make jokes about the fact that my Braves do a home run derby all throughout the season. Da da da. da. It was we had we had seven good um home run hitters. Mookie Betts got to do better. He only had eleven. It don't matter if he couldn't hit it far. You got to at least hit a home run. <laughs> and so that at the end of the day, you got to hit the home run. If you don't. You don't hit the 440, then you don't get the extra time, but you got to at least hit it 330, 340, 350 <laughs> yeah. to get it out of the yard. And one thing that we might need to get away from, as much as it's very entertaining for the little kids to be out there, some of these dudes hit rockets, line drive rockets. One of them careened off this one of his little kids' head. And I'm just like, this is dangerous. I know it's fun for the kids, but yeah. it's just. There's kids running into each other all over the place out there, and then there's infants behind the batters. Like every guy, every like batter is carrying a child around. There's like too many bats and balls around for 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 there to be just children everywhere. I mean, I was like, these, and you know they got all the statistics and analytics. Like these dudes are hitting the ball launch angle and miles per hour off the bat, 115 miles an hour, and you're hitting it toward kids. And, and like, a Rosa was hitting him rapid fire. Yeah. Like, geez. like he wasn't, his pitcher wasn't taking a beat. He was like throwing him, throwing him. I mean, shoot, so shoot, his, his shoot, hips shoot. are, so if you're up there looking up and here comes another you'll, one. You'll catch one right in the yeah. skin. Oh. Yeah. They, they, yeah. That's, that could be problems out there. So <laughs> let's, let's just be careful. Put helmets yeah, and right. masks on him or something. I don't know. Yeah. yeah of course, yeah, every kid yeah, wants crazy. to be out there, but yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Y'all said they had infants and top. Well, you know, this is the time of year they, they have the kids sit behind the batting cage. And I'm kind of like you, Scotty. D. I'm like, mm, I just hope one of these balls don't pop the baby in the head. I'd be getting nervous, you know. Yeah, bat flips and balls getting chucked around. <laughs> Let's just be careful with the infants around the bats and balls, guys. That's all right. right. That's it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, as you stated earlier, fellas, the all-star game is tonight. If you listen to the podcast tomorrow. Um, it is tonight, Tuesday night, and um, so far the season, fellas. Like, um, what are we looking forward to with the second half of the baseball season? I am looking forward to can my Braves stay hot and healthy? It's, it's like I'm nervous because they are so good, and they have two starting pitchers that are getting back healthy. They weren't even in yet, Matt Freed hasn't played this year yet and like our rotation is going to get better like there's like no reason for us not to win it all but can we stay healthy can we stay hot can we just do what the Braves have been doing all season and win it all I'm curious to see and also I'm curious to see if all of the AL East are going to be better than the AL Central um, I'm, I'm very curious because as it's tracking, it's still, we're still there. <laughs> so it's going to be very, very interesting indeed. Wild, um, wild card races are very, very tight. Five, six teams score for three spots, game, half a game in between three different teams. It's going to be very interesting indeed. What you say, Scotty D? A couple of things I'm looking forward to seeing in the second half of the season. One is how was uh well the entire AL East race for one is pretty Bonkers. open. I mean, yeah, everybody everybody's involved. I mean, Boston's nine games back, but they're they're not that bad of a team. They're only two out of the wild card. 
But when I'm, as far as that goes, I'm really I, I'm anxious to see what happens when Aaron Judge returns and can Sean Casey, who's now the new Yankees hitting coach, help turn those bats around because there is a lot of money invested in the bats of John Carlos Stanton and Josh Donaldson and DJ LeMahieu, and they're not getting any bang for the buck. So it, can Sean Casey help change an approach or some batting stance, something? Can he help shake up the lineup? I'm anxious to see how, how that works because the, the Yankees lineup has been abysmal in the 30-plus games since Aaron Judge has been out. And another thing I'm extremely looking forward to is, well, guys, I have a new favorite player. And I'm looking forward to watching this guy from here on in. Ooh. And he's not a Yankee and he's not a pirate. His name is Ellie De La Cruz yep, of the I Cincinnati Reds. I knew it. I knew if it. You can steal I knew it. three yeah. bases it's in three one pitches. inning on two pitches. Oh, yeah, I'm watching. Two pitches, he's already hit for the cycle. Yeah. He's already stole three bases in a single inning. He's only, I think, 21. He's lightning fast. He's got stick. He's got power. This guy is. He's my ideal player. You have, you, you've heard me say before, I love guys that steal bases. I love the fast player. To me, that's, that's more exciting than guys that are going to bang the ball out of the yard. I like guys that get on base and steal. This guy's electric already. I, I, I'm anxious to see him. I, I mean, I, heck, the, the Pirates play the Reds a couple times here. Might, might want to head on down to the stadium to see what this guy is like in person. But I'm looking forward to seeing that guy for sure. And as a Pirate fan, the Pirates are finally calling guys up out of triple A that we've been anticipating getting for the last couple of years. And I, I want to see how these young guys uh, start to start to play out, but um, be live. Your, your Braves are going to run away with that division. You, you, you get, you get the second half of the season off till, till playoff time. Well, he, he, I'm just, I, I'm going to say this. Here's the thing. The second best team in the NL is the Miami Marlins. Sure. And Luis. Yeah. So there, I mean, yes, there, Arias, um, eight and a half games. They're eight and a half games back in the Braves. Braves obviously are the best team in baseball, but I'm not going to sleep on the Marlins. I'm not going to sleep on the Diamondbacks, and I'm definitely not going to sleep on the Reds. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, at the end of the day, the Braves are going to make the. I think they're going to make the postseason. I just want them. Just, I just want them to. This is this is opportune time. Like you got to win it all, and it yeah, has to. Two We're in the about past three weeks three away from the trade deadline, too, so they, they could even add pieces. Who, the, who would we add? That's true. I mean, the whole, <laughs> the whole infield's in the All-Star game. <laughs> like, who, who, who is yeah. the weak? <laughs> like, yeah, their best move might be just getting guys back that are right. already on the roster. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. I had a chance, So I had a chance, fellas, to go to a – to see the Red Hot. Oh, yeah. Red. Yes, yes. Yeah. I had a chance. You were there last week. Yeah, I, I had a chance to go to two games on a Monday. I went to go see the um the Braves came to town. They played the uh the Guardians. Uh one of Michael Harris's home runs was funny because um, you know, this time of year they do fireworks at the stadium here at Progressive. And um he hit the first home run. By the time he gets to second base, boom, somebody sets off the fireworks. Here come the boo birds. And man, let me tell you, and Cleveland is booed. I'm like, you know what? That's so Cleveland for that to happen. Like <laughs> the fireworks go off for the wrong team. It was hilarious. <laughs> and, the, and the Braves wound up winning uh, 4 2. And listen, like, if you haven't seen the Braves in per like seeing them, seeing them on TV, that's one thing. But seeing them in person, it's like, damn, like there's not a single person batting under 250. Everybody can hit. The pitching looks good. So there was one point where uh, Ozzy Albies stood in the second base, kind of roughed up his shoulder a little bit, but you know he kept on going. And then it was, and then I went to another game Friday night where the um, <clears throat> where the Guardians hosted Kansas City Royals, and they just <laughs> they just beat up on them because those are the games that you need to win during this time of the year, especially in a division. Because I think Kansas City is like what thirty three and fifty. They're bad. 20, 26 and 65. They're worse. They're, yeah, they're trying awful. to catch the A's. Yes, they are. They are they are a game and a half ahead of the Oakland A's, which has the worst worst yeah. record yep. in all of baseball. Yep. So, so so yep. So what I'm looking at right now is I'm looking for the Guardians to get their division again because it's like uh, uh, if you eliminate this, just go ahead and get Kansas City out. Just just go ahead and just tell them goodbye, good night. Uh, see you 2024 and all that good stuff is 
the Guardians division to lose because for them to play for them to play the Braves that close it, it was pretty good and um Gavin Williams the uh, uh Guardians prospect he did pretty good against a pretty stellar lineup I mean you know he gave up one he gave up a few home runs and oh yeah. he's, he's gonna come in the form he's gonna yeah. come in the form Fayetteville yeah. North Carolina native yes sir yeah he, he he's running in the form and he is absolutely the real deal Holy field. All right, fellas. Um, moving right along to our next topic. <laughs> the NBA says, you know what? Let's give them some more basketball in the middle of the season. What is it be like? The end season tournament came. What, what the hell is going on? I, 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 let me go ahead. First of all, it's not more. It's just rearranging the games that they already had. So what, what they're trying to do is they're trying to do a little soccer-like format where they take um, teams put them into pools, put them in different pools, do like a little round robin where they play each other. Oh, like soccer. Yeah, I knew yeah. it. I was waiting on it. I was waiting oh. on it. <laughs> oh. And and then the the best the the best team, I think like the best six, like the best two teams out of each um pot, and then the two teams after that that have the best records. Um, go into like a tournament style where they play quarterfinals, semifinals, and blah blah blah. It, let's just put it this way: is is silly. Um, here's the thing that's the silliest out of it all. Like, I guess they, they, they're still yet trying to draw more. Which hey, the NBA has been making money. At the end of the day, the NBA is making money. They're gonna make more money. It, it's gonna bring a little bit more viewership for the casual fan and that that's at the end of the day what they're trying to grab they're not trying to grab seasoned people like us because i don't care but here's the thing when they split up these in these teams into groups want you to pay attention to this no the teams were randomly drawn (laughs) into groups of five and there, um, it was slightly based on the win-loss record from the 22-23 regular season. Here's the thing. Aren't the teams in the NBA already split into groups of five? I thought so. They're called divisions. I understand that division champions don't really matter anymore when it comes to seeding in the playoffs. But you can at least just use the divisions for the group play. What is the purpose of them being in divisions? I don't know. Period. They went. Okay, sorry, my bad. No, not your bad. It's stupid. It's just. (laughs) The whole point of the NBA season is to get into a tournament at the end of the year. So now you say, "Uh, let's just go ahead and copy the stupidest sport in the world and have a tournament right there in the middle of the season before Christmas, which is when everybody starts watching the NBA. Anyhow, it's not going to make people watch the NBA. It's football season. The tournament nights will take place every Tuesday and Friday. So technically we won't be watching football. I'll be at high school football on Friday. True. And cool. Be high school football. And I'll be, if there's if drinking somewhere, yes, drinking. that's probably it. But Friday, <laughs> Fridays is my night. Oh, you man. Oh, I was talking about Tuesday. I was talking about Tuesday. Tuesday, I will be doing my drinking somewhere. Thing. Drinking. drinking See, somewhere. Would you, I need you to keep my business off of this podcast. Okay. They, they, I, like, like they, uh, people of Fanville know that, but people in uh, Cleveland, Ohio, our listeners overseas, they don't need to know how much of a drunkard I am. It's okay, yeah. exactly. But it's okay. It, you, hey, I'm, hey, I'm Mr. Straight Edge, Mr. CM Punk over here. Yeah, it's cool. hey, 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 Scotty D. There, there was one time like B Lies first ever trip to Cleveland, right? Oh, so, uh, so uh, me, so we had all went out, and I think we were watching the. Um, it was the I think it was the, uh, um, the then Indians playoff game, right? Yep, yep. Okay, yeah, I was about to yep. say. I think it was baseball playoffs. Insanity, yep. by the way. Yeah, and, 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 like, and like I said, B-Live wasn't in the city one whole day. This girl's like, hey there, how you doing? 
and she was jumping up and down. And be like, like, what's going on with you? She's like, I broke my foot. I mean, she was cute though. I mean, she was cute with a broken foot. I mean, so I mean, you know, so B Live's like, hey. Oh. I mean, so B Live and the young lady had a conversation. Everything was cool. So, so B Live came up here and behaved, and everything was cool, fine, and dandy. So um I think I think that baseball game, I think that baseball game went into like the 13th inning. Yeah. And Cleveland won. And yeah. we're in like it was insanity. Yeah. In Cleveland that night, man. Boy, she, hey, she, hey, she threw, and she threw those crutches down and started jumping. I said, "Be like, yeah. she, got, she only got one leg to jump up and down." Oh, oh my goodness, Cleveland oh, was fun. That was fun. Now, Cleveland and Detroit, we had a good time that weekend, man. Cannot wait for the next one. What are we doing? What are we doing this year? What are we planning on? What we had? I, we gotta, I, I, I don't know. We, 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 we gonna figure also. out something. And we're going we gonna to figure out that Villanova game that we're going to go to as well. That's That's got to happen. Um, yep. and, we'll, and I'm sorry, Scotty D. I'm looking and trying to look. That Panthers-Cowboys game in Charlotte is ridiculously priced. I don't like it at all. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why there's so many Cowboy fans that they just want to drive up the price of the cost of the game. That's it. Neither here nor there. I'm going off on a tangent. But I want to see my bros live. Oh yeah, at least one time this year. But we gonna we gonna get there. Most <sighs> definitely, most definitely. All right. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, and all y'all listening and watching, uh, matter of fact, while I'm here, uh, check out the latest edition of the Lifted Baseball videos, uh, curated by the one, the only, the Almighty Be Live, where he takes his time to find the longest, farthest hit home runs. During the week in Major League Baseball season, come right Pretty up. Cool. What's up? Pretty cool. Real quick, um, how much time do we have left, Scotty? Do you want to mention something about UFC that nobody else watched? I heard it was a pretty good fight. Did you three, get to see it? Great card. Oh, yeah, I watched it, the entire entire show. And he gonna need more than three minutes and thirty seconds. With that being said, coming right up, we got Scotty D talking about UFC. It was a whole lot going on. Our boy Trayshawn Gore wasn't there, but he'll get back there one day. More sports most podcasts coming right up after this. Let's get him. Let's get him on the phone. Get him. Get him on the phone. All right, back at yeah, back at it again here on the Sports Most Podcast. See what happens when you take a week off. You out of practice. I can't bring you guys in right. I'm all discombobulated all over the place. But nevertheless, I'm here for you, you, and you. All right. As I said before, we're back with another episode of Sports Wolves Podcast. Coming back from break, with that being said, Scotty D said he watched the entire UFC card. Scotty D tell gives you takeaways from this recent UFC extravaganza event. Well, it was a it was quite a card we had this past Saturday night, starting with uh, an incredible moment in Robbie Lawler, uh, who's been a career just in wrestling terms, babyface. For the UFC fans, fans love Robbie Lawler because he has laid it out. Former welterweight champion leaves his blood, sweat, and tears in the octagon to announce he was going to be having his last fight against a, a very difficult opponent, Nico Price, who he was not supposed to beat, and then promptly knocked him out 30 seconds into the first round, uh, finishing up the preliminary cards. And it was an incredibly uh, touching moment uh, to, to see the, his warm reception in the octagon. So Robbie Lawler going out on a win, not going to the hospital like he does after a good amount of his fights. Uh, <laughs> getting into the main card, though, our, our boy from South Carolina, uh, Treshawn Gore, did not get to participate because of an injury. So he was scheduled to fight UFC's next big thing, Bo Nickel. This is the guy that, that we're being told is going to be the next star of the UFC and so they threw a last-second opponent in there by the name of Val Woodburn. He dispatched him in about 30 seconds. That one was over. Then we had Jalen Turner, supposed to be Dan Hooker, who should be on the backside of his UFC career. Only Hooker turned it into a bloodbath and a brawl, and on the way of, to the hospital for breaking his own wrist, defeated Jalen Turner in a split decision. Yeah, afterwards, he told the referee, please don't raise my arm if I win because I think I broke my elbow, and it ended up being a... a uh, right around the wrist area. They they Ooh. actually showed the x-ray after the fight was over. And my man finished the fight with a broken wrist. Yeah, so you want to be a UFC fighter, do you? Then, Israel Adesanya sitting cage side, 
watches to see who his next opponent is going to be. Would it be Robert Whitaker for the third time or Drikus Duplessis, who's supposed to be, uh, who was not supposed to beat Robert Whitaker, but TKO'd him in round two. And then came a moment that I was not super excited about. Adesanya gets in the cage, I believe, after having a couple daddy sodas at, at, at cage side, if you know what I mean. <laughs> he called them daddy sodas. I love it. Had a couple ahead, daddy Scott. sodas, <laughs> and uh, it got ugly. Uh, but, uh, dropping a few N-bombs on a white guy over and over again. Um, oh, I guess they both have uh, are of South African descent. I, I, I don't know what the whole story is. Anyway... The bad blood is going to be real for this one, but DDP is going to be no joke. So Adesanya is going to have to be on top of his game to turn this, this one away. Then we had Alex Pantoja going for the flyweight title against Brandon Moreno. And this was a five round classic. And again, a new champion as Moreno goes down by decision. And then this is the one we really have to appreciate. Alexander Volkanovsky is now becoming pretty much the standard bearer for, for the UFC. Um, he, he's the lightweight champion and doesn't appear to have any chinks in his armor. And I think a big part of this guy is just his mental game is so strong. Uh, he moved up to fight Islam Makachev at lightweight, which everyone thought was a suicide mission back in February. And many feel he won that fight. He, he lost a decision, which I think actually was a correct decision, but it was a very, I mean, it was a fight that I did not expect him to, even come close to winning, and he did. And uh, he turned away Jair Rodriguez in three rounds on this past Saturday. Uh, he decisively won the first two rounds, and in the third round, when Rodriguez was taking control of the fight, he said, ah, I'm putting this show to bed. I'm knocking this dude out. So now it seems like it's up to him to punch his own ticket. Is he going to move up back up and fight Makachev a second time? That seems to be where I think the money would be. I think that's what the fans want to see. But he announced after the fight... Uh, I got to have surgery on my arm. So he went out and did this destructive thing while having an arm. And he didn't specify what part of the arm needs surgery, but uh, evidently he will be out of action for a little bit. We may end up having to go back to an interim champion there again in that division waiting for Volkanovski. But I think all signs point to him with another match against Islam Makachev. I believe that's what the fans, including yours truly, would like to see. But this guy it, it is now putting himself like among elite, names of the business he's becoming like the undisputed greatest featherweight of all time many people thought it was max Holloway, and he's destroyed that guy three times and since then no one's getting close to this dude so just wanted to just throw some love and some flowers out there for alexander volkanovsky for topping off an incredible ufc card this past saturday night nice, yeah. Nice. yeah man that sounds pretty good man i wish i had a chance to watch what was i doing saturday i think i was y'all was working drinking no, I was working. I was, <laughs> I was, was working. I was, I was, I was working and drinking. I don't even uh, know. Okay, I, you ain't gonna keep shaming me on the air. I don't know why. I didn't say going. you. I said Eddie was drinking that time. No, no. Okay, now from time to time, when I get off of work, depending <laughs> on uh, who I'm dealing with, I might have one casual, a casual turn into an old fashioned. <laughs> I'm about to have a casual death of dealing with Scotty D for a couple hours. Yeah, uh, man. An old, an old, an Think old, how I must feel. I got to be around me all the time. <laughs> and, and, and an old, an old fashioned will turn into some boybin and Coca Cola. Oh, and then after that, that'll turn into some wings and some water. And then that's... now you're talking my language, you sinners. <laughs> <laughs> wings like Seth Rollins. Coming yeah. out in Buffalo with a plate of wings. That was a hot mess. What so, Scotty D, how do, what do you feel about, because it was announced today, I do believe, that you got Tyson Fury versus Francis Ngannou in a boxing match, October 28th. How do you feel about that? That is easy money for Tyson Fury. Easy money. You have to figure, what, many people consider the hardest hitter in heavyweight history to be Deontay Wilder. And he knocked Tyson Fury's lights out and he sat up like the undertaker and just got back up. And, and in that fight it ended up being a draw. And then two more times they fought and he destroyed him both times. So if this guy can take a punch from a trained assassin, like Deontay Wilder, Francis Ngannou is not going to be ready to fight Tyson Fury in October. It's going to be, it's it's going to be a runaway for Tyson Fury. Now, if they were fighting in a cage under mixed martial arts rules, 
different story. But so far, Nganu, since leaving the UFC, has had a hard time picking up a check. So, of course, he's going to go make some money by fighting Tyson Fury. And he, in his mind, oh, he probably home. thinks he's going to be competitive because all he has to do is catch him one time. But I, I just think Fury is oh, this gonna be a way check, too though. good. Wait, oh, it's oh, going to be a check. Oh, oh, oh that's going to be and a I'll check. And I'll watch. Yeah. I mean, I'll watch it. Yeah. You know, I won't pay for it, but. I'll watch it. Oh, don't say that aloud. Don't say that aloud. We'll, uh, <laughs> I right. will go hey. to a sports bar and we'll, watch it where it's being played. We'll put some funds together and make it happen. <laughs> yeah. man, man, you know what? Fellas, get looking at my watch. Oh, actually, look yeah. at my tablet because I've yet to get a watch. Guess what time it is? Well, what's happening? What's going on? Oh, Black Snow. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> it's time once again for our favorite portion of the show, The Choices of the Voices. With that being said, hey, yo, Button, hit it. Choices of the Voices coming up next. Oh, Black Snow. Look at Booker T's in the ring. He's beating up everybody. Oh, Black Snow. <laughs> uh, choices of the Voices coming right up. And now, our favorite part of the show, the choices of the voices. Once again, thank you to the wonderful land, Scotty D. Watch your ears. So loving this button for inducing our favorite portion of the show, the choices of the voices. We gave y'all two weeks to figure it out. We hope you did. Uh, we asked a question. Y'all give us the answer, and we read it right here on episode 210 of the Sports Bros Podcast. Scotty D, did you give us a double-decker like the bus in London and uh, Oreo, double-decker, double stuff? What, what's the question? Yeah, we did. We um, we posted two questions because they, we wanted two different answers for two different categories as we were approaching ESPYs on Wednesday night. And the uh, we asked you to tell us who you think was going to win or who you think should win the category of Best Female Athlete and best male athlete um first of all we did we picked our cat some other categories amongst ourselves last week not not these as of yet and there were some that we just didn't discuss just because there's so many the ufc announced on saturday night during their pay-per-view that they had already been informed that the winner of the ufc fighter of the year was john jones he won that award over Amanda Nunes, and he won it over Leon Edwards, and he uh, who was the uh, the the third uh, fighter. Um, doesn't matter. He shouldn't. He shouldn't have. He shouldn't have won it because Leon Edwards twice in the past year beat the greatest welterweight ever in Kamaru Usman, knocked him out the first time, and then defended him in, in a decision. John Jones has fought. About two and a half minutes in the last three years, and he beat a lesser fighter. So, take that with a, take these SB words with a grain of salt. So, Please. the first question we asked was best athlete women's sports, and the the uh, nominees were uh, Michaela Schifrin, skier; Iga Schwentek, tennis player; Sophia Smith of the Portland Thorns. I, I guess that's a soccer team. Yeah. Yeah. And Asia Wilson, Las Vegas Aces, WNBA player. Uh, we had a couple answers. Evidently, not so many people know all the names on this list because we didn't get a lot of response. B-Live, what, Randy, what, what did we get here? I didn't even see. I, I think uh, you posted the answers. All right, so here we go. Brian Lavelle, he says, Iga, she gets one. All right. Okay. Our Hall of Famer Uncle Max says, Michaela Schifrin, she gets one. Okay. Two. Uh, Dak Prescott said, I mean, I'm Trey Duke said <laughs> Dak Prescott. See, I was just ahead of it again. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, Trey Duke said Dak Prescott, hands down. Hey, yeah, so crazy. Okay, and all Tom, right. And Tom Wynn, don't know who that is. We're gonna move right along. And Mary Jane, Mary Jane, Duke, she said, as soon as the drug is available, I'm sure that we will see at least 60% increase in patients. All right, and Tony Bogan said, Michaela Schifrin. So are you are you are are you reading off of what I sent you, or are you reading off the Facebook page? Because I clearly didn't know who it was, so I didn't even put that in. I didn't even put them in. Uh, I'm I'm doing a little bit of both because I mean because I was like, wait a minute, we do have a double decker question this week, so uh, 
Yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll just say, um, so we'll just say Brian Lovell said Ego. Uncle Max said Michaela Schifrin. Uh, trade deals are crazy behind. He said Dak. <laughs> Dak Prescott. And Tony Bogan said Michaela Schifrin. So that's that for the women. All right, Scotty D, with that being said, what is the next category, sir? Oh, uh, the, the other well, category we asked. Let me, let me sneak in real quick because um, Tremaine Fuller, he said Asia. She's so fine. Just let her win. Yeah, he did say and, that. Oh, I did see that answer. Yeah. yeah. And Marcus James, he said Asia. Let's go, Lady Gamecocks. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, I, okay, let's, let's I, comment I on these. I send you the answers, sir. I'm out of practice. <laughs> when we take a break. Oh, yeah. Like, when I, I saw those two ridiculous answers, and I was like, why is you reading them? I, I edited them out for you, but it's all right. I had to read Trey Duke's answers, but go ahead, Scotty. I just had to. Oh, no. I, I had, had him on there. I had oh, him on there. You sure did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. Yeah. I do. I, do, I, I include him. Yeah. Um, I'm putting him in the penalty box. I need him to be a little bit more creative. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Scotty, what we got next? Well, let, let, let's just comment on these on the women's one first before um, before we move move on. Let's just put a bow on the girls here. Um, Michaela Schifrin would seem to be the favorite, but she struggled in the Olympics. If you guys remember, she, she did not win. Now she did win uh, the downhill skiing championship earlier this year, which whatever it was, I, you know, I, I can't remember. Um, I, I kind of think that that would have been slam dunk had she collected a couple medals in the Olympics. Having said that, she may still get get that because you know, because she is a, like a inc- incredible skier. Oh yeah, like she I, might get it just off her off, off of her legacy alone. Yep. Right. Not, right. Not necessarily just from this year, but like from years past, she's been right. Common. And she did collect the championship, which I think was her seventh. So. It's not like she she was terrible. She just her father passed away, and she'd had some problems. I think some emotional problems, and just and struggled in the Olympics. Uh, I I kind of think that you you know ESPN's a big fan of the WNBA, so they might go with Asia Wilson, which would be a good pick. But I I would pick uh, Igus Fentek, and I think they may go with her also because they do have a little bit of. Uh, interest in in tennis and she won the french open this past year now that she actually lost uh i think at wimbledon yesterday the day before voting was already complete so that's right, not right, right. Yeah. but uh and she did win the she did win the french open and uh, she has a couple again she has a couple other um championships to her name so she could she could very easily what do you think be live Where, where's this gonna there's, where's this award going i have no idea Cause if I can't pronounce your name, I don't really know who you. Are. So Iga Swachik is a tennis I think it's player. Fentech, I think is Fentech, how it, yeah, whatever. Yeah, 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 whatever it is. Yeah, good, good for her. Good for her. Good for her. Um, and Michaela Schifrin definitely. Like I said she has a legacy behind her name. This past year hasn't been as strong as, but understandably so. Asia Wilson. She's a gamecock, so um, just throw her out of. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. I'm kidding. Actually, there is a viral video out of her and her teammate Sydney on the sideline of the Aces, and they're dancing. And um, Asia's going, "Oh, coach coming!" And they they stop dancing, and then when the coach leaves again, they go get back, go back. Yeah. So I, I had a nice little chuckle with that. So I was like, I I like seeing stuff like that. Um, yeah. and I don't know who who did else you put it there? Some girl from Portland. Yeah, um, soccer player Sophia Smith. Yeah. Good for her. All right, cool. I'm, <laughs> I, 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 I'm gonna go with Asia Wilson. Um, I don't know how exactly they pick these because I feel like there's a lot more female athletes that are out there that are doing big things. But I guess yeah. they gotta spread out the love, whatever. Blah blah blah. But they're, they're Asia Wilson. I, I think I think you I, I I could definitely see them going that direction. What do you think, Eddie? Asia Wilson. He's got the shirt on, baby. He's yeah, biased. I thought I thought he might get that way. <laughs> and, and, and you know what? I did not plan this. This was so unplanned. This was so unplanned. So I'm I'm rolling with Asia Wilson, man. You know, she's a good athlete, yeah. man. It's it's understood. Me. I have 27 Clemson Tiger shirts. I sleep in Clemson Tiger shirts every single night. So, but today 
Gotta go with Glad Madness '95. Oh, I this love is, that shirt. I love it's it. A, everybody loves this shirt. By the way, like everywhere I go when I wear this shirt, <laughs> they're like, "You are the bomb diggity." The, oh yeah, oh yeah, yes. I, and I've been rolling with him that long. Yes, sir. Yeah. All right, we get into the men's side. I did not send you the men's because I did not know we actually had some answers. That's okay. But, but I, I see, I see, I see him now. But um, Scotty D, the men's side, what happened? Okay, the best best athlete for men's sports. Nikola Jokic of the Nuggets, Aaron Judge of the Yankees, Patrick Mahomes of the Chiefs, or Lionel Richie of the Commodores. They were not doing that. <laughs> Lionel Messi room. of Argentina, go soccer clowns. I'm sorry, I read that wrong. Do it to me one more time. put some respect on Messi's name. I'm so sick of you. So I read that wrong. Okay. You, you read that wrong on purpose. But um <laughs> I'm 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 gonna throw it I'm gonna throw it um I'm gonna throw the answers to you because I did not send them to you, but I have them in front of me. I got um, Okay, well either way you want to do this, your show it don't make a bit I, of difference okay. to me. Hey, I, I, I pre- yeah, you, don't, you don't know how to filter stuff out, you know, but it's okay. I'm just over <laughs> trying to be funny. That's all. all right, Scotty. <laughs> Stop laughing. All right, so here we go. <laughs> I saw my nephew stop laughing. I never tell you about that in time my little nephew told JR stop laughing. Stop laughing. It's not funny. All right, so here we go. We got Tony Bogan. He said, Mike Judge, all right, having 62 home runs is absolutely nothing to sneeze at as he broke the American Aaron League. Judge, yeah. We know. We know what you mean. Yeah. Who, who did I say? Mike you Judge. Said, you, he you may be the head. And South Park. I'm like, what? How did you get Mike Judge out of this? Uh, no, he didn't do <laughs> South Park. Uh, what the hell? All right, so uh, Aaron. Hell. Yeah, Aaron Judge. I'm sorry, having 62 home runs is absolutely nothing to sneeze. That's man. right. Absolutely. There we go. Yeah, as he broke the American League home run record. Hopefully, he can, he can recover from injury. With that being said, it would be down to Mahomes, Messi, and then Jokic. Jokic had a dominant playoff performance and rightfully deserves his roses. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is simply put one of the best QBs in the league. And Lionel, um, Lionel was it Lionel? Lionel Richie. All right. Uh, Lionel Messi. All right, so uh, Lionel Messi was one of the best. Uh, is one of the best soccer players, and finally got a World Cup championship. Curious to see what he does for Inter Miami in a uh, Major League Soccer. <laughs> yeah, he. Yeah, um, this ain't David Beckham at thirty five years old going to play for the Galaxy. Um, if I had to pick one, as much as I like Jokic, I'm going to go with Patrick Mahomes. Apologies for the long winded explanation. Damn, Tony, I'm about out of breath. He no, gave but, us a good uh, one though. I like it. Yep. Uh, it was a good one. Shout out to Tony Bogan, man. Check out his podcast. Tap in with Tony. And happy belated birthday, Tony. Happy belated birthday. All right. Brian Lavelle, he said, Messi and Joey, don't you call me, Josh Jacobs. Uh, wonder why Shohei Atani is not getting any recognition for this award. I guess we have a ton of MLB players that had 302, um, a 302 batting average with 32 home runs and a 3.32 ERA with 86 miles appearances. And Scott, and Scott Donnelly said, good point. Yeah, good point. But I think, if I'm not mistaken, Judge was the AL MVP last year. Did he not win that award? Uh, so, yeah, that was so I th- I think that was why they probably just were going with one baseball player. Shohei Otani's having a wonderful year this year that's not yet completed. And so yeah. probably when it comes to the ESPYs, it's probably based off of last the year. previous year. Yeah. Last year, Mahomes ain't done nothing this year at all because it's this stuff for January, February, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, that Shohei Otani will be up for a lot of awards come next year's ASPs. I guarantee you that much. Yeah, for sure. Gonna be up for a lot of awards. I promise you. Six million dollar contract loaded in the words of the Almighty. Be live. Six hundred million, and then somebody already spread a rumor that um five hundred and twenty five million. I quickly debunked that before I went to post it. I was like, I ain't nobody reported nothing yet. So nothing. But some, Somebody made a graphic, five hundred and twenty-five million. That's, I'm like, that's still not enough. No, give them, give, them, give them the full six. All right, uh, fellas, who y'all got? I'm gonna do this just to irritate a lot of the naysayers out there. It's easy to say Patrick Mahomes. It's easy to say Aaron Judge. It's easy to say um, Lionel Messi. It is not easy to say Nikola Jokic. 
But that dude, I don't care as much as how slow he may look, what, whatever, he's not unathletic. Shoot, that dude balled out. And he should have had the third straight MVP, but they didn't give it to him because he had already won it twice in a row before. And then all he did was like, you know what? Y'all didn't want to give me regular season MVP. I'm going to go ahead and take that NBA Finals MVP and bring that trophy back to Denver and then went home shortly after. So. I'm picking. I'm picking the Joker, man. He's just. He's on a tear. He's on top of the world right now. Patrick Mahomes is up there too. Aaron Judge get healthy. Not really, because I don't like the Yankees. But I want you to at least be healthy. Lionel Messi, welcome to MLS, and send me a ticket for when you come to Charlotte, because I'm not paying three hundred bucks for an MLS game when the rest of them are usually forty five bucks, just because you want to come over here and raise the ticket value of everything. Um, my bad. I, I went off on a tangent. Um, what y'all got to say? Uh, Messi plays soccer, so he's not going to win. I think. See, no, no, that's true. That's true. They're not. Dude, you really they're, think, the best, they're the best athletes in the world. No, no, we're talking about the we're talking about the ESPYS. Do we think that the ESPY award is going to go to a soccer player over Patrick Mahomes or the Joker? No, it's not. It's not. It's not. If it's if if there's people, it's that not. It's not going to happen. It's not happening. Like out of and the four play, out of the four players that are in this this discussion, guess who's the most popular? You want to take a wild guess? Lionel mm-hmm. Richie. Exactly. Yeah, because he sang "Easy Like Sunday Morning," is, and everybody likes that song. I'm, I quit. No, so not, he's not, not winning not it. it. Aaron I'm Judge. Kidding. Is probably not going to win because he didn't win a championship. I could see. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's it's the Joker. I think it's going to be Patrick Mahomes. I'm voting for Mahomes. Hoc, what you got there? I'm going to say my homeboy because he capped off a spectacular season by yep. winning a Super Bowl. And yep. um, you know, um, and, and you know, and, and the words was father was smoking on that Joe Burrow. Yeah, you know, smoking <laughs> on that Joe Burrow. Yeah, so Patrick Mahomes gave us a viral moment with Pat Mahomes Sr. talking about smoking on that, that Joe Burrow. You might be smoking on that stuff. All right, <laughs> all right, with that being said, uh, what's on topic next week for the choices of the voices? Okay, so we're going to think back to when you were a child. Who was your first baseball hero? Who was your first favorite baseball player that will give us something to share and talk about next week eddie cool all right childhood memories way back when in Ori county south carolina watching the braves do things but i'm not gonna tell you it's it's gonna it's gonna be be a little bit more throwback than this i'm gonna let i'll I'll do that i'll do that though oh wow it's gonna be a dave winfield no i'm joking uh (laughs) coming up next we got a round of pepper right here wait to hear who max's was there you go again. See, you know, I stopped doing this a long time Can't ago. Wait. Can't Boy. wait. Uncle Max, we love you. And yeah, a round we of love pepper. You. And a round of peppers coming right up. Scotty D, you just evil. You just pure evil. evil. I just can't wait to hear what he says. <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> okay, boys, let's bring it home with a round of pepper. Well, y'all heard when it's time for us to go home and get what I call the hell up out of here. Oh, I got that right. So before we go around the pep, you know how we do it. Three topics, rapid fire style, kind of, sort of, not really. Here to engage, educate, enlighten, and entertain. The four E's in no particular order. With that being said, I'll go first. On this day in history, back in 1901, Cy Young wins his 300th game. He will later go on to have a Hall of Fame career and have an award named after him and is awarded to the best pitcher in each league. Cy Young, 300. <laughs> Over to you, Scotty D. Still famous. Yep. Uh, since we last got together, guys, ESPN has made a ton of cuts of names that we know and are familiar with. Jeff Van Gundy, Keyshawn Johnson, Todd McShay, Matt Hasselbeck, Steve Young. None sadder than Susie Colbert, who's been there for 27 years, man. I did not realize this, but she was 59 years old. 
but she was she was part of history because she was on the sideline for the infamous "I want to kiss you, Joe Namath" moment. I knew she, it. She should have never been shown the door based on the way she handled that situation. Alone, when football season comes along, I will definitely miss some of these people, but especially Susie Culver. I, I hate that ESPN did that. You know, I, I understand what they're doing. But then they completely made up for it whenever they cut Max Kellerman. Be live. Over to you. <laughs> uh-huh. And they'll make and they'll make up for it once again when they put Doris Burke on the NBA Finals. Oh coverage. God! <laughs> he's, gonna th- he's gonna throw up in his mouth. They're talking about it. They're talking uh-huh. about it. All right. Speaking of ridiculousness, this past weekend before the All Star break, we had a historic matchup to say the least. Between the New York Yankees and the Chicago Cubs. Now, here's something that you may not know about the Yankees Cubs matchup because, of course, Cubs are in the National League, the Yankees are in the American League. Did you know that before this past weekend, the Chicago Cubs had never won in Yankee Stadium? Really? Never had a win. The Yankees are 12 and 0 were. 12 and 0 all time against the Cubs in New York City. Wow. That all ended this past Friday where the Cubs beat the Yankees 3 to nothing for their first ever win in Yankee Stadium and they took two games out of 3 in the series. So the Cubs now have two wins against the Yankees in New York. Eddie cool. The ball. Before oh, wow. Sean Casey got there. Oh, wow, he does something, All right? And this day in history, back in 1979, the infamous Down With Disco incident happened. Um, it was Disco Demolition. Yeah, it was Disco Demolition. Yeah, at Comiskey Park. Uh, and the fans were going wild, destroying disco records, and um, caused the White Sox to say, you know what, uh, we'll just go ahead and forfeit this, this second game as doubleheader, man, because we can't play no doubleheader. They throwing records on the ground. Breaking them over the <laughs> kneecaps, breaking 45s over the head, and so they said the hell with it. Yep, an infamous moment in baseball history that didn't involve anything on the damn field. Over to you, Scotty D. Remember the 2017 World Series champion Houston Astros, the oh, cheaters? Boy. Remember Rob Manfred suspended A.J. Hinch, the manager, who's now after a season suspension is with the Detroit Tigers and uh, GM Jeff Lunau, who never made it to basketball and now is a owner of a soccer team, which is the equivalent of sports hell. Well, he offered immunity to players in exchange for testimony. Did not, did not, he regrets not having given any suspension to any players. He also gave a year of suspension to Alex Cora, who was the bench coach of the Astros and is now the manager of the Red Sox. Fast forward to spring training in 2023, and who does he see coming? Former Dodgers, Kenley Jansen, Kike Hernandez, and Justin Turner. And he apologizes for his role in the World Series incident. This apology made Kenley Jansen actually cry because Kenley Jansen was unhittable in the postseason that year and got roughed up in two extra inning games because the Astros hitters knew what was coming. He said it was nice of him to man up for it and they can move forward. But Rob Manfred, look what you've done. The Dodgers fans are not happy with you for this. That's all I have to say about Rob Manfred. Do better. Be live. Take it you away. Made, you made well, Kenley cry. <laughs> he made well, Kenley cry. You talk about the Dodgers. I'm going to talk about the Dodgers. Okay. In a way, sort of, kind of. Yeah, it actually is about the Dodgers. And also, hashtag, all roads lead to Dabo. Here we go, Dabo. The Los Angeles Dodgers, with their 20th round pick, selected six foot five, 240 pound former Clemson quarterback and current um, Oregon State quarterback, DJ Uagalele. He played DJ Ukulele's back in the news. Yeah. Right. He was a right-handed <laughs> pitcher in high school. He didn't he has not played collegiate ball, but something about him. Still, he's still on the radar, and he might have a career in baseball if he doesn't make it in football. We'll see what he does at Oregon State. Wish you the best, DJ. 
Got to keep it moving. All roads lead to down. Bowl. All in. I bleed orange. Yes, sir. Let's get it. Eddie Cool. Another ball. Scotty D, you're going to like this one. It's about All right. Lay it on me. It's about your buckos, right? On this day in history, back in 1997, the Pittsburgh Pirates duo of Francisco Cordova and Ricardo Rincon, they know hit those stinking nasty cheating well, they wouldn't do this back then. Houston Astros, 3-0 in 10 innings at the old classic Three Rivers Stadium. Scotty D, is that a tear I see rolling down your eye? Three Rivers. That was my <laughs> childhood stadium. Yeah, I remember those pictures, man. They were pretty good during that time, man. So, uh, yeah, on this day in history, the Bucko said, eh, 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 to the Astros. Oh, to you, Scotty D. All right, we're going to end. I'm going to end my little pepper session here with a positive one after I have to wash that Rob Manfred thing out of my hair from the, from the last pepper point. But um, in on a recent golf tournament, the match, this is the one where the, uh, the it was the football players are playing or something like that. The athletes are playing in this mm-hmm. match. Mm-hmm. It was just televised by TNT and Ernie Johnson was doing the telecast when Charles Barkley hit the scene and broke the news to him that he was going to be inducted into the broadcasters hall of fame. What a moment. If you haven't seen it, Google it because it was really heartwarming. Charles Barkley genuine in his joy to deliver that type of news. He was overjoyed to deliver it. And Ernie just was kind of stunned and as always gracious. Now, if I'm not mistaken, the guys that are going to the Hall of Fame with him are going to be Chris Berman, Joe Buck, John Madden, and Marv Albert. What a lineup that is. And if anybody deserves to be alongside those guys, Ernie Johnson's like the unsung guy on every telecast he does, yet he is the glue and the professional that that keeps every telecast together. And I think Barkley and Shaq and Kenny would be the first to tell you that, that he's the guy that holds that show together while they're having fun. He's the straight guy. It keeps it together and yet does so with, with a sense of humor and a purpose and class all the way, a good Christian man. And I couldn't be any happier for Ernie Johnson. Congratulations to Ernie. If any of us could ever be any kind of little bit of fraction of what you are, we would be successful. Be live over to you. Ernie, Ernie, Ernie on the war, Ernie. Oh, man, of course. Of course, that is a moving sentiment. Ernie absolutely deserves that. And then here I come to ruin the mood like I always do because my third and final pepper point. Earn the punch bowl. Let's get it. Is also indoctrinated into what I always like to call what happened. It's going to be a two for one. First part really is the what happened. But what more what the players want to happen because the players of Major League Baseball wants MLB to soften the pitch clock violations during the postseason. Who said that a couple weeks ago when we were talking about rules of Major League? I think I did. Okay. And the players agree with your boy, be live. They said soften up just a little bit in the playoffs, and I do agree with that absolutely. But what happened this past week, you've got to love minor league baseball because minor league baseball just has finds a way. Finds a way just to be entertaining, even when it's not even trying to be entertaining, but it's always entertaining. The Bismarck Larks of the Northwood League, the Northwoods League, but I'm thinking Bismarck, I'm thinking, is that North Dakota, South Dakota? Uh, North Dakota, Bismarck. That sounds like North Dakota. Well, they are changing their name temporarily for just a special event um, so, um, for one time this season to celebrate summer. They're, this is what they're celebrating. They're celebrating summertime pontoons and the mighty Missouri River. So they're going to change their name one time, one time only to the Missouri River Motorboaters. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I, I, I like double that. a double entendre. Double entendre. Oh my goodness. I want a jersey. Please send one to your boy, the Almighty Be Live, circa the Sports Bros Podcast. 4X, 5X, I'm a big dude. I'm going to try to lose some of the weight. Either way, the Missouri City Motor Boaters, and I will be all for it. Yes, sir, I got to go because that's what happened. 
right. And that being said, it's been another episode of the Sports Bowls podcast. We're back. Uh, we don't have any breaks anytime soon, unless it's late July. I think I'll be going home. Let's either here or there. And then closing, do something nice for yourself. And if you can, do something nice for someone else. They're greatly appreciated now. More than ever, be a blessing, not a burden, because who likes a damn burden? It's been another episode of the Sports Bowls Podcast. Real quick, be live on your way out of the door. Take us home. Yes, sir. Go to church. And, uh, and um, Zion Williamson, quit messing with porn stars. Zion, me and you going to go on the same diet, player. Me and you, same diet. Let's get it. He said he going in that Bron Bron diet. If any, yeah, if that if that's true, then yeah, just please, Zion. 26.6 points a game. Electric. Hey, take care. See you all next week. Sports Bowls Podcast. Watch us on YouTube. Continue listening. We love you. Bye. Take care. Hey, it's Eddie Cool here from the Sports Bros Podcast. Thank you for listening, and as always, continue to follow us on all of our social media platforms. Just click the link in the description box and keep up with the Sports Bros Podcast. And once again, thanks for listening. <laughs>